Have you ever wondered what it actually takes to pursue a career you want and start your own business? Well, I wondered and I did exactly that. I'm Karen Thomas, founder of Signature Branding and creator and producer of the number one retrospective podcast for starting your entrepreneurial journey. Join me as I reflect on the setbacks, milestones and lessons learned whilst transitioning straight out of teaching and straight into business. Hello, thank you for coming back to another edition of Straight Into Business. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and in the last episode, I introduced the show and told you a little bit, but not too much, about who I am and what I do. So I'm certain that more of me will be revealed as time goes on. So the title for today's podcast is very intentionally called The Downside to Discovering Your Passion. And as we get into this episode, you'll soon realise why. If you didn't catch my intro episode, just to remind you, I've been recording my micropreneurial slash entrepreneurial journey. And so this is essentially a retrospective trip down memory lane where I visit some voice memos of the past and then talk about what I learned from that experience in the hope of it resonating with anyone in a similar situation. Before I introduce the retrospective segment of the episode, I just want to set the scene and give you some context. So this was my first verbal entry that I'm going to play for you shortly. And it came from a place of pure exhaustion and fatigue. You can completely hear it in my voice to the point where it I'm actually uncomfortable listening back to it now because it takes me right back to that place. So it was May 2017. I was halfway through my last full-time teaching year as I decided a couple of months prior that I was going to take the leap. I was going to cut the ties from my school and I was going to start taking some real steps towards building my business signature branding. From a business perspective, um, I was plugging away with setting everything up I'd got my ABN or my Australian business number for my non-Aussie listeners. I got a domain name. I registered my business. I designed the first version of my logo. I built my website. And in my head, I was like, right, I've got a business. I need to get out there. I'm ready to make things happen. And so a lot of those first few months, when I actually reflect back on that, it was just about being really fearless and actually being quite shameless, if I'm going to be quite honest, because I was doing all this work, didn't necessarily know if it was the right thing that I should be doing. But in terms of setting my own tone, I pretty much started with Google and then kind of just let Google kind of lead the way in terms of what I do for step A, step B, step C, etc. Now, from a personal perspective, I felt like I was in a place of utter despair, actually. And as someone who's always seen the value in keeping a diary, especially in my darkest moments, I thought it was important for me to start recording these voice memos, which I actually called at the time, and you might even hear that when you're listening to some of the um, playbacks, I called the Diary of an Amateur Hustler. And essentially, that's how this podcast was born. Alrighty, so without further ado, here is the first throwback to May 2017 and the downside to finding your passion. 12th of May 2017, 3.39pm, 
just had what feels like um, quite an excruciating, exhausting week. Um, there's that feeling of I need it to end. I need it to come to a swift end because I can feel that I am very, very, very intolerant of what uh, of teaching. I'm very intolerant of it. It's actually. I hate to say this out loud, but I am going to struggle, and I know I'm going to struggle for pretty much the remainder of this term. It's going to feel hard. My patience is wearing thin. Probably isn't helped by the fact that I haven't had much sleep. In fact, I think that's making things feel a lot worse than they probably are. But I'm not going to deny the fact that I am checking out and... What is crazy is I'm just so sure about everything else that comes after this. I actually can't believe it. I can't believe the fear's gone. And I can't believe I'm waiting to do the jump, patiently waiting to do the jump. I guess I have to keep keep on with, you know, my school things, my marking, my planning, my emails, my ICT as well as obviously engaging significantly in the business, in signature branding, because that's now my investment and I can feel the pull. The pull is palpable. The fact that I came up with the diary of an amateur hustler today, which is somewhat controversial, it's very masculine. I'm going to think about the title. But definitely some sort of book that I am going to write and record as part of this journey where I make this transformation. So that's really exciting. And basically, you know, all this stuff, I feel everything inside me says, oh, I've got a, there's a year, there's a hell of a year coming up for me, hell of a year. And then I think by December, <clears throat> by December of this year, I, I, I reckon I'll be, I reckon I'll be good to keep flying, you know. So basically put this place behind me, which is just feeling ridiculously easy right about now. And yeah, start really doing what I'm supposed to be doing, even though I'm doing that stuff now. But you know what I mean. All right, ciao. So when I hear that, it makes me think that there are a few reasons why discovering your passion has its downsides. Um, firstly, discovering the thing you really want to do means that you actually have to struggle mentally with the thing that you don't want to do, especially if there's some inevitable crossover. I, I recently read Becoming by Michelle Obama and it was her autobiography and there's a part in the book that resonated with me so much I actually wanted to cry um, she's recounting the moment that after studying for years going to law school getting herself a job as a lawyer that she has to admit to herself that she hates being a lawyer and admitting that to herself was harder than thinking about what it is that she actually wanted to do with her life. And I get that completely. Having to face up to a feeling that's been sitting inside you for three, 
four years of not being content or happy in a job that is quote unquote your career it's really hard and there's such an internal struggle that you have to deal with just in terms of what it actually means to not be content to be scared at the idea of even contemplating a life that isn't the one you've spent 10 years creating it's really really intense the second downside to finding your passion is that life doesn't suddenly feel easier because you're now investing time in doing something you love I think there's a common misconception that if you find your passion, everything will fall into place. And as much as I agree with this to a certain extent, don't get it twisted. If you know you make really good cupcakes or you've always wanted to be a fashion designer, then sitting on your ass and feeling passionate isn't going to bridge any kind of gap. And in my opinion, what bridges that gap is the hard work. And mind you, it's a different kind of hard work because you're working towards something you really want to do. But nonetheless... It is still hard work. And for me, I didn't know business and I didn't know graphic design. So, you know, I'm taking online courses, I'm practicing my skills, I'm going to networking events, and I'm generally in a constant state of being out of my comfort zone, just basically trying to learn something on the job in a relatively short space of time. And yeah, so listening back to that, it's clear to me that I can hear the downsides. I was burnt out. I was exhausted, but I wasn't actually helping myself. You know, like the whole not sleeping thing. Everyone's so different. And depending on which motivational guru you happen to be listening to at the time, they'll all have different things to say about how you should be quote unquote hustling. I love Gary Vee. But the likes of him reckons you should be up till two o'clock in the morning crushing it. Whereas you listen to someone like Tony Robbins and he's a huge advocate for well-being, physical, the mental nurturing of yourself and that's sleep included. So what I've since learned since those early days is that sleep is non-negotiable for me. Any teachers listening to this know if you haven't had any sleep or even feel remotely hungover, after two glasses of red wine the night before, then, ugh, the carnage. The carnage and the devastation that you have to come across when you walk into that classroom at half past eight in the morning. Yeah, I can't do it. Everything feels too hard. You're not dealing with a laptop and some paperwork in an office. You're dealing with young people and performance and human interruption. So it all requires you to be the best version of yourself in that space. Otherwise, you just know you're going to do a semi-shit job. So just to be aware, during what I call this transition phase, your energy levels, your diet, exercise, it's all really important. You're essentially doing two jobs. So you naturally will require more energy than normal to actually sustain yourself. You know, I look back and I listen to these little memo recordings that I've got and I think... Okay, so how could I have actually helped myself in that scenario sort of being, you know, nearly 18 months later? And the first thing that I thought of when I actually sat down and had a real conversation with myself is that I could have taken the time to recognise how everything I'd done up to this point had been intentional and served a purpose. So yeah, I listened to those recordings and I'm so down in the dumps. And I already know based on how these recordings go, if you continue listening to this podcast, you are going to hear me 
on quite a few occasions talk about how drained I am from teaching and it's interesting because I actually do have a very different perspective on that now and when I say that you know everything is intentional and served a purpose recognizing and being grateful and showing gratitude to my circumstances I think would have kind of pulled me through that period of time but I did feel alone and I felt like there were very few people who really understood what I was trying to do. I felt like the colleagues who I worked with and some of the best colleagues I've ever worked with, there was a part of me that actually felt guilty because I thought I was, in their eyes, turning my back on a profession that they loved. And yet there have been times that I've slagged it off, but a... Uh, Every teacher slags off their own job. So I was just doing that publicly. But teaching was more than just a job for me, you know, especially when I started teaching here in Australia, being so far away from my own family. My previous job was family and it was friends. And there was just so much love and so much fun and so much energy um, which you don't see in the day-to-day -day grind. But once you step away from it and you go from being in a team and a community to being on your own, it becomes really evident that that support network was instrumental for me. And it made me feel safe. And it actually, in a way, gave me the balls to even step away because I felt like, well, I had, I've had all of this love up until this point. I've felt, I've felt this safe up until this point that I can actually step away. So yes, I hope you enjoyed our trip down memory lane. Hopefully there was something in there that inspired you or motivated you or just gave you some insight and got you thinking. If that is the case, I'd love to hear from anyone who has felt the same, currently feels the same, or has already come through the other side and feels like they're winning. It's always a pleasure to have you listening and coming along for the ride as I transition straight out of teaching and straight into business. If you want to seek me out, you can do so by heading to the website ktom.biz. That's ktom, k-t-h-o-m.biz. You can catch me on the gram at ktom.biz and I also have a new Facebook community called Straight Into Business. So feel free to come hang out with me in any of those platforms. Until next time, ciao for now.